swear. Yeah. Cool. So that, that could just be my headphone level for now on. Y'all, y'all never called it ding dong ditch. Uh, we call it we call it ding dong ditch. Nick, Nick, Nick or knocker. Or Nick or knocker. Yeah. Yeah, but if you said it real fast, don't you gonna it's get fucked like, up? If you, so say you say it real fast, fast like you so, y'all yeah. ever y'all ever got caught though? <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Absolutely. Maybe Stop once. Stop playing on my goddamn doors. Boy, get up out of that. I'm out of their legs, moving. But like, call, what you mean, like, 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 literally, like, in trouble. Like, all right, now you, I know where you live. Type, nah. I don't got like to where the point where I knock on the door and they, you feel me? And I just, I'm cocky because I had already got away with it a couple times. You know, what I'm saying I'm staying there a little bit longer before I dish out and run, and and somebody else saw me. You feel me? Hey, stop knocking on that man's door. And then they open the door, and then you know what I'm saying. But I was already gone. But still, that's how I got caught like that. I could be standing in a field. I could be standing in a field. I could be standing in a field, and he still ain't in the field. Hey, it's real. Whoa. It's real right now. Hey, hey. I'm making a change today, the liquor been taking the pain away I heard you was giving your chain away, that's kind of like giving your fame away What's wrong with you? I sit in a box where the owners do A boss is a role that I've grown into I love you to death, but I told you the truth I can't just be with you, I'm only you Yeah, I got one virtual, got one in that dance, the only two Man, how many times have I shown it how many nights I've been woke, swerving the potholes Not trying to fuck up the wheels on the road, okay Funny how life goes, he thought he was sick Now he wiping his nose, okay Soon as you give him your soul, you blow up And they say you're selling your soul, okay They want my life exposed, they want to know about the highs and lows Well, summer all I did was rest, okay And New Year's all I did was stretch, okay And Valentine's Day I had sex, okay We'll see what's about to happen next, okay Okay, okay We'll see what's about to happen next, okay Okay Okay, we'll see what's about to happen. Hey, hey, we'll see what's about to happen. Hey, we'll see what's about to happen. I'm making a change today. The liquor been taking the pain away. I heard you was giving your chain away. That's kind of like giving your fame away. What's, what's wrong, wrong with you? you? I sit in a box with our own Welcome school. to episode 47 of In the Field Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus, aka MOB, aka MB, aka MB4, aka. <laughs> I got my big cousin here with me, Deontay, aka Dion, aka Dion, 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 no Sanders, aka Doughboy. Hey, what up, Doe? How you feeling, cousin? Good, bro. How y'all feeling, man? Everybody all right? Chilling, chilling, chilling like right. a villain. I'm just chilling, chilling, chilling like a motherfucker. Shout out my man, Martin. <laughs> big Nate Dog. What up, Doe? Feeling good, man. Enjoying the, the beautiful sounds of Aubrey in the background. Oh. Man. <laughs> I like that. It's a great day. <laughs> the beautiful sounds of Aubrey. Facts, facts, facts. Coach Dodge. Chef Dodge. Coach. I appreciate that. That's Coach slash I'm listening chef. to the Drake talking about what's next, and I'm just thinking about what I'm going to cook next. Right, yeah. What's, what's next to cook? What's next? Okay, okay, okay. Shout me out. Let okay. me know. Listen to the comments. Okay. I'm going to cook it. Together we make In The Field Podcast Make sure y'all like, subscribe, review In The Field Podcast On Anchor, Spotify, and all platforms Streaming podcasts You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook In The Field Pod T-H-A, not T-H-E Make sure you subscribe and follow that YouTube channel as well In The Field Podcast Episode 47 
we creeping up around that 50 man what y'all think we should do special for 50 a live show a live show my facebook live or something everybody go ig live <laughs> right same damn time where we going fellas life music sports or random music music make me lose control what oh, defines a classic <laughs> what defines a classic is it the years mm. I, I i say what defines a classic is the feeling well like what type of feeling does it give you you know what i mean like if you okay let me see give me a song what song did it for you i'm gonna give you like a most recent example it's recent but it's not a recent example teflon down when you hear that when you hear those words what do you think about like, do you do it take you back to that summer that that album came 2010. out? Twenty ten. Yeah, do it take you back to that summer when that album came out? Yep, that's a classic. You listen to that album right now, you get the reminiscing about what happened in the summer two thousand ten. I definitely agree with that. That it definitely what defines a classic is something that gives you that memory that takes you back into that specific point in that time. Also, you know, I think what defines a classic is if you're able to relate to it. You know. If it's a lyric or something in there that's, you know, yo, that definitely is my life right now, or I can definitely relate to that, or that has happened to me, or I want that to happen to me, or that hit me here, that touched me there. I definitely think that, you know, the lyrics and, you know, that pay, plays a part in, you know, what defines a classic, how often you go back to that specific song for that specific lyric. There are songs by J. Cole, like I fast forward to the specific pinpoint and I hear from there you know on forward but um i agree with your point too you know definitely if it give you that memory type feeling makes you feel something going back in that in that <clears throat> moment in time um it would be defined as a classic coach uh coach dodge nate dog what y'all think um, I, I, you, go ahead. I agree with that you know what i'm saying but at the same time um i feel like a classic definitely has to have time on it you know and it because it sounds different Music and everything is life is evolving. So, you know what I'm saying? It, it also depends on what type of music, like for example, a genre of like funk, that music right there, right? You know what I'm saying? When you type that in Pandora, all that type of music you're getting and with the beats and all that shit is mm -hmm. totally different. Like you know that that's a, more of a classic rather than some, uh, some that's more of an upbeat type, something similar to that. Right. Um, but, um, that's all I really got for that. That's that's a good question. Y'all really nailed that. I got another one, but I'm gonna let Nate know. Go ahead. Um, I think there's uh, different ways to define classic. Um, you got your personal classics, and you got you know classics that are just you know they they've surpassed by certain, the numbers. Yep. Yeah, by the numbers, uh, by you know the feel that they gave certain people around the time that it came mm -hmm. out, and if it still has that impact today. Mm -hmm. So I think that also defines <clears throat> a classic because I, I would say like a personal classic of mine is uh, Bryson Tiller's Trap Soul. That album did a lot for me. Okay. But mm -hmm. is it RIAA certified a classic? No. Right. But Nelly is. Nelly's uh, Country Grammar is. Double you know? Platinum. Because it's on Double Platinum. platinum. And uh, a lot Diamond of people. Or something. And he, he went on an amazing tour. Um, and to this day, you know, people are still streaming songs from that album. So that's what makes that album a classic. But um, it, it's, it's different, you know. Uh, again, you know, there there's albums that. Could be a classic to you, but, you know, isn't really a classic, you know, Somebody so far else. as numbers wise and yeah. the impact that it had globally. See, you keep, yeah, you, you, you keep saying impact. And when you say impact, I think about 808s and Heartbreak. Mm -hmm. Classic. 
classic. Like, what did that album do? That album changed the whole sound of rap today. If you if you want if you want to think about it, that album when Kanye came over eight oh eight and heartbreak, what happened to rap after that? It changed. It changed. Absolutely. That's how you got Drake. That's how you got Kid Cut. Well, Kid. Yeah, I feel like I mean they were. I I get what you're saying as far as they felt more comfortable Mm -hmm. in their creative process to use that kind of style or flow because you know they seen. You know their mentor, idol, whatever you want to call it, or another artist in general, just doing it before them. And Kanye definitely nailed that. I definitely messed with that album. Was Street Lights, Robocop, yeah, all Robocop, that. Man. Kanye, what? he had brought a melodic sound over. You know the eight hundred eight beats. You know it, it was just it was different because uh, hip hop. You know we had we've heard pieces of it before, but never an entire album like that. Where it, it completely shifted how music's made now. Everybody wanted to do it. You know, he, he it was just completely different feel. So, um, I mean, I think at some point, you know, later down the road, you know, a lot of Kanye's albums will reach like platinum, triple platinum, diamond, diamond status, status and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. So, it, it's because it, it takes time. It That's takes an interesting time. point, though. So, obviously, I really, really nailed yeah. that. But, but going back to just in case y'all didn't really understand what I meant by that funk shit and this old, obviously, or. It's 1960s type, but the 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 more so the dig deeper is more of like disco, hip hop music, post punk, uh, dance stuff, boogie, R and B, like you know what I'm saying. Just to name a different type of music that blended in with the funk that eventually, like I said, like y'all just said, it evolved to some shit that motherfuckers can't really master anymore or or recreate. No, right. And to wrap it up, like I said, you know, a classic. You can have your classic albums, you can have your classic songs, you can have your classic genres. You know, like I said, we was on our way up here jamming to some, you know, some funk and some old school kind of techno hip hop-ish, you know, kind of music. And, you know, it's definitely many ways to define a classic and what considers, you know, a classic record, a classic album. And, you know, you just got to have that ear, you know, have that ear. If, if, if you can hear that. And um, no, you know, uh, a classic or you can't just be throwing out any random classics. I mean, let's be real. I'm 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 say that uh, a song, some songs by Soldier Boy are classics, but some are not. Just because you know it was this huge hit impact, you know, I'm not really gonna say that you know it was a classic, classic moment or whatever. Yeah, but once we get into the nitty gritty of a classic, you know, we talking about these these artists. Speaking of artists, um, do y'all think artists are using verses as desperation to sell records? Um, and Nate used the example um, of Fifty Cent towards Jeezy. I'm imagining during that time of the Jeezy Gucci verses. 50 was said made made a comment about i guess it helping him sell because jeezy was promoting an album at that time and i don't really view it i view that as i don't know smart and strategic because jeezy you know he don't really he's already established right it'd be different if you know jeezy was a new artist and he trying to you know use that and even if he did so what i mean take advantage and use your platform like what right yeah i don't i don't i don't think artists are using his desperation to sell lit records right i wanted to yeah, say desperation but i mean it's just it's smart and it's busy savvy because business savvy. why wouldn't you want to do that because if you think about it everybody that's 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 that has done the verses it's been people that has had projects that was already out 
Right, they and, established artists. Yeah, and it's and it, their streamings went up. I think Jeezy was the only one that had an album coming out at that time. What that e that too short E forty. Yeah, outside of them, right? Yeah, them was the only two that had albums coming out around that time when they verses came up. So I don't really think people were trying to use it to sell records. But yeah, Nate, what, what was your thoughts? I about absolutely that? thinks it's uh, out of desperation to sell records. Um, a lot of those people we're talking about, they used to sell records, meaning they don't sell them anymore. So I feel like you know a versus will get people to go, oh yeah, I remember that song. Let me go download. That's it on why my they phone. stream is one exactly. Yeah. So it's out of desperation because they had lost that impact. So uh, what a ver- what a versus yeah. brings to them is publicity again. Because I, I mean, some of those artists, you know, I give cer- I give certain of them, you know, some of them get a pass. Okay, Jeezy, he's established. Yes, See, but, I, but, but his but, but Jeezy's but Jeezy's albums aren't selling anymore. They aren't doing the same. I still don't view it as desperation, though. I, well, that's that's a good personal opinion. Me personally, I feel like that's out of desperation because no one's buying Jeezy's albums anymore. They aren't. It's just the truth. They aren't. He, he, he's, he's not. He's, selling. he's still making good too. music, though. Right, but and you but, can you know be making yes, but it has to. But sell. it's but it's not desperation because versus was all built about just celebrating the artists and celebrating and, and that's the what music. I was about to say. Right, we don't know, like, know they streaming numbers before the verses. Well, versus you know? well, Apple, Apple, uh, Apple, Spotify, and they put together a playlist after verses. <laughs> Of those, they, Apple and Spotify, they put together playlists for the verses. So the songs that were performed the night before, that all those songs go on a playlist, and people can go, you know, you know, basically download that entire playlist, which will bring the streaming numbers up. We all know that Sean, it's all about marketing. Sean Garrett still writes music. The Dream still writes music. Lil John still does music. T Pain still does music. Who else did it? Neo, do you listen to, the, you listen to their Austin. music? But right, they're all are established artists. How is how is that desperate because they want to do a versus again? But they already established. Who cares about what's being think, played or what's being? Are you listening? asking me? But I'm just saying, who oh, cares okay. about what? Who cares about what's being played, streamed, bought, or listened to right saying. now when they're performing old hits and old yeah, songs? I don't think they're like that's what I'm saying. I don't think streams, that that's desperate. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. Th- yeah, I don't think it's desperate. Fifty wild for that shit, but that's fifty. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He gonna but troll. He gonna, he gonna, I thought it made perfect he sense. He gonna, he gonna troll. Fifty. He gonna say. Fifty gonna troll. That's, that's his like, way right there. Marketing. And, and he's because he's because he can't do it or like didn't want to do it. And or I'm gonna want to do it. Listen, man. if fifty ever did do it versus versus Ja Rule, Ja Rule smacking that nigga out. The <laughs> I'm just being honest. Talk bro. it then. I'm Talk it then. Honest. Let's go. Because what what. I'm telling you, dog. Go back to ja Rule, Go back to Ja Rule career, man. Many man. He did. That's why I've always said Fifty got get rich or die trying. Oh, that's it. <clears throat> or <laughs> hate it or love it. And you, that's not even probably, his song, right? You give him a point for hate it or love it. I don't depending on what Ja Rule played. <laughs> he gets a credit for it. That's what I'm saying. He get a credit for when, it, but it depending on what Ja Rule. I'm saying, yeah, oh. that's that's on get rich or die trying. Oh, okay, just all of it. Yeah, I'm out. saying that out. He, Fifty can play, and if he play that whole album, Ja might lose. But I don't think Fifty gonna play that whole album. No, he's gonna play. The, he's gonna play the hits from the album. Which right. All, all the songs he gonna play the hits from the album, and he gonna play. And he gonna play. He gonna play what he think. Is a hit and it, and it ain't gonna yeah, be no. I mean, I get money probably a win. We got a bunch of tracks. The song with Chris Brown a couple years ago. That's a hit. <laughs> Bitch, I'm the man. Yes. Well, I'm 50. the man. Now, don't get me wrong. You know I, I'm I the fucks man. With Rue what Jaru gonna Brown. play though? I fucks with Jaru heavy. I, I've also said in the past that it it could go either way. I said it could go either way. So um, you never know. I feel like it go either way. Yeah. What fifty gonna play against this? I get money or 21 questions? 21 questions would be a better matchup. 
I take you to the candy shop. Right, I was gonna say shit. <laughs> if I was Disco. your best friend, yeah, I want you around all the time. Want you around me all the time. If I was your best friend, yo, Josh is barking I'm on just saying, Josh got some shit. Yeah, he got definitely, he definitely do. You got to see him on that backstage documentary, man. Oh my goodness, a young Jaru, crazy. That documentary is nuts. I'm so man. Look, me too would have been a crazy back, a problem back then. But me too would have been great. Time's up, man. Over with. They silly, man. Oh, man. They silly. Um, another topic, too, my man Nate Dog had in here. How important is the writer credit when work when making music? Is it okay to help writers? What do you mean? Is it okay to, help, okay to help writers? I understand the first part of the question. What's the second part? Is it okay to have help from writers? To have help from writers. Yeah, long as you long as you yeah. credit them. Right. Like the whole Big and I hate to bring it up, but the whole Quentin Miller situation. Everybody was saying that he was his ghostwriter, but Quentin Miller was credited. He was credited as a writer. That's yeah. not a ghostwriter. Right. If you're credited, it's not a ghostwriter. Now Gilly and Lil Wayne, that's a ghostwriter. Yeah, I mean, I don't want don't, you know, give off this persona that you wrote this and you really didn't unless you really did, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but, you know, I definitely think that writers should get their credit. We were just speaking about, you know, writers in the verses, Neo, John to Austin, um, the dream, Sean Garrett, you know, all, Boy, these, all of these people that, you know, definitely has wrote hits, you know, and that's a talent because yes, you may have this voice you can sing, but, can you like write a story? Can you pour out your emotions in something? And you know, that comes that creativity and that collaborative effort of them being able to merge and come together as one. You're gonna write this story and you're gonna sing the hell out of it. And they make a hit. And it's gotta be like this. And if it ain't, then they work with each other to, to make that hit. And that's what's crazy about the artist and still the producer, you know, being able to sit in that studio and break things and tear it apart and bring it back together. Yep. They should definitely get their credit. Yes, sir. Nothing else? No, I don't have anything else. In that topic? No, because like I said, if, as long as they get their credit, that's all that I care about, you know? Agreed. And don't like, you hit it right on the nose when you said, don't try to make it seem like you did all of this, you know? So you think it's so you basically you're saying it's like, you know, those those artists who say, oh, if you don't write, if you didn't write it yourself, yada, 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 then it doesn't hold the same weight. So that's basically what the, really what the question was, is does the song hold the same weight if the person had help? It's all business, man. I don't look at it like Everybody that. trying to make some the money. The song is going to be the song. Cool. Who was a part of it, who was a part of it, right. who wasn't, who wasn't, who, yeah, I mean, the song is the song. We were just Sorry. talking, we played 702 for the last intro, for real produced that. I mean, and he still had what, I still love you. That was his only part in that song. I feel like if he didn't say that part, the song still would have just been, you know, Cause he made the same song right. It's the song would have definitely been I a hit. I'm forgetting what he did made, bro. I was listening to uh, uh, What's On Your Shuffle. Me and Junior on the way taking the Junior to school the other day, and I had his shuffle, and uh, Holla Back, Back by Fabulous came on. <laughs> Pharrell made that beat. I forgot he made that beat. You know that 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 the first part of that flow is from um is from of Ice Ice Baby. Ice Ice 
Ah, uh, yeah. Rolling. Skate, yep. But how do y'all be Got knowing that? that ice, 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 because we just hear it, man. I don't know, man. I understand, just, but just, where do y'all find this information? Y'all go and Google this shit? Like, look it up. be knowing that people write interviews? Yeah, all kind of stuff. Like I said, I listen to all of stuff. I had sent Nate. What did I? Let me go back to our text message. I had sent Nate uh, a text message the other day off of that Tory, off of that Tory album. He had sampled uh, a Brent Fay ass song, and you had, yeah, and you I had heard it, and Nate didn't it. hear it, right? But yeah, on "Clouded" and uh, by Brent Fay ass, and, and this is just the intro. They got the same little piano melody. Yeah, it's a little bit of just hearing it, and then I go back and definitely look up some stuff and do my research. Sticking into the realm of music, this is something that I'm, you know, y'all broke this news to me about the TI and the tiny thing, so I'm going to toss it over to Nate Dogg um, for this topic. Six more women has came out and with more allegations against uh, TI and tiny. Um do y'all believe it? I believe it because if more than one, if more than six people say something, then you obviously didn't did the shit. It's like tw- it's like that twenty people right now. I was tossing it tonight because he yeah. added it. He, oh, he he it's, it's just it's just a news source, so it's just like it's like what do you guys think about that? I mean, it's not you know it's not so much of having to dig into that. You know, if six people come out about something, then you, I mean, you you can have an opinion on it at that point. So it's it's not it's not really too deep, not too complex. It's like you know how do you feel about hearing that. Ti, because we we because we, we we report entertainment and music and stuff here, so we can speak on it. Uh, how does that make you feel? Are you okay with that? Do you you know? <laughs> if twenty you people call you, if twenty people call you a crackhead, you a crackhead. Yeah, silly. That's your analogy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he will get the same what treatment as an R. Kelly. If like I said, I'm not familiar with the. And I didn't really do no further deep dive research. Into exactly what they got going on. I know we y'all broke the news to me mm-hmm. uh, when we had our video session about just apparently him and Tiny were what. I mean, that's not really in, much to dig into. They, they drug and have they and drug. We're and inviting girls over, right, yeah. to do all of that. Um, I mean, yeah, he would definitely get the same kind of treatment as a R. Kelly, but you know, we dealing in what allegations. This is all alleged. They haven't I mean, not yet stood in trial. Alleged. Right, yeah, that's what I'm and yeah, it's just same shit with all of that is alleged, but just how the optics look, how it looks, it looks bad. That shit looked terrible. Um that ain't nothing you want to have on your resume, especially as at a all. producer, as at a all. father what of, he like, got hella kids. He wasn't he weird. wasn't brought back for Ant Man. Got hella kids. Yeah, he got cut from lost, lost his job. Um so yeah, the optics, it looked very, very, very bad. I'm forgetting that nigga Ant Man. Right. And it's crazy because you know, he he top five for me. That's one of my favorite rappers, King on set, King of the South, T.I. That's my man's. Does that affect um, does that affect your listing of him? Yeah, and I, I said that on previous episodes. Porn star, whatever you like, all of the little lovey stuff or sexual songs that he got. He got a song by uh with Trey Songs that I was gonna open up one of the podcasts with. <laughs> um, you know, like I said, just that type of music. Yeah, yeah, but I'ma still, you know, the rapping TI, I'm a vibe with. Damn, so that means and, I can't listen to Get Loose no more. 
ooh, let me see you get loose. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Um, and I said that, you know, with Kels, um, like I said, I can't, I can't get into sex in the kitchen. Sex weed. No, I got to stick to step in the name of love, and I believe I can fly. But like I said, the optics, it looks crazy. I definitely try to, you know, dive into the research and see um, what exactly is going on with it, if it's going to be true or not. But who knows, man? Who knows? That's crazy. Definitely, that didn't, definitely didn't see that, you know, coming out with them. But if if I can play, you know, devil's advocate, I mean, if I had to pick like a girl or a woman in music that would go that route, <laughs> it looked like it would probably be her. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, yeah, I don't see no other. Because my brain <laughs> went exactly right there. I mean, right. if my wife is tiny, of course I'm going to be. Right, I was I see if she with us. <laughs> oh, y'all funny. Right, I was like, I was seeing if she with the shit. But, man, what, how they went about it, if what... If what's alleged, if that's true, how they went about it and doing all of that, I mean, like, you T.I., why you got to do all of that to that's have your fun? Right. That's the same thing I'm that's saying. That's crazy. Like, you ain't got to, and we don't and like that to bring the question. Up. That posed the question with Kelly. Like, like we don't man, like to bring why you, up, get, what you, you messing you, with, kid? What you, you are R. Kelly, dude. You can get the baddest of all yeah. aunties, <laughs> but you steady messing with kids. You know what I mean? What's wrong with these, bro? Like my auntie Keisha. She love she 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 loved that motherfucker. Bro, you throwing your auntie Keisha out of the trunk. No, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> she loved. No, yeah, that did sound kind of bad. And it, you silly, that did you sound silly, bad. You silly, you silly, you silly. Um, let's go ahead and man get out of here, man. Get over into our next topic. All right. Is it worse if a long term ex sleeps with a homie of yours or someone she knows you personally dislike? And has that ever happened to y'all? Um, Can you repeat that again? I heard you, but I need to okay, make sure I, I heard y'all you. Y'all right terrible. Way. I found it. Is it worse? Is it worse if a long time, long term ex, y'all been rocking with each other? She sleep with somebody fuck, that you just, know you don't fuck with. Let's just make it a with. scenario. Fuck. Let's say you've been with somebody for seven years. I'm gonna okay. say seven years, and uh, y'all break up. Mm-hmm. Um, over those seven years, you know you've expressed hate for somebody. She knows about. She's known about it for seven years. Somebody who you completely, completely despise. And she smashed. And she smashed. Or, or is it worse if the best friend of yours for the last seven years, who she's known, you know, who she's hung out with many times? What's worse if she sleeps with the 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 hated person or the best friend? All I'm gonna say is eat the cake anime. Go ahead and answer. Y'all not getting it. <laughs> no, I was sure that you answer it. What? Y'all not getting it. But anyway, what Russell Westbrook when you <laughs> What? If okay, I would be highly upset if an ex of mine slept with somebody that I didn't that I didn't like. You know what I mean? And like you said, if if I expressed seven years of not if she it, slept with him while we were dating, no, yeah, I'll afterwards. Afterwards, I honestly, I mean, if we were rocking That's for a long time, about, right? I, I probably wouldn't care. That's what we're talking about, That's right? Me. I if probably afterwards, I would be, I, I would be pissed. I'd be pissed. But you can't. There's nothing you can do about it, right? That's why I wouldn't give a fuck because I'm it's already, I'm already it. not rocking with the dude. And then I mean, like you just right. did that. I mean that you just showed me exactly how who you showed me. So how, like, how, how, how really I, that's what I'm saying. I probably is. wouldn't give a fuck. I mean, I probably right. you know say give some petty be, shit and off, still be salty at the same time. Yeah, but be like fucking moving forward, whatever. This is I expected it, like you said. Agreed, but. Yeah, to answer the question though, man. Yeah, that's happened before for me. 
uh, my ex did that. Um, one of my I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, Damn. like just somebody who I was on a who I grew up with, really was really like closest friends with, but like you know what I'm saying from like fourth grade ish to about uh, eighth grade. But you know what I'm saying we rock hard, hardcore, almost every day playing basketball, baseball together. You feel me? This this certain guy. You feel me? And it wasn't that I didn't like him, but it was just something that we were just cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I guess, whatever. My ex ended up having been friends with the guy because they went to the same school. And pretty much, long story short, I ended up sleeping with her friend who was in her clique, my ex's clique, right? It was just a lot of history in between the ex and the female friend who... I had sex with and the guy who uh, I didn't, who I grew up with, pretty much. My ex slept with him, mm. so it was just a whole a chaotic situation. Mm. Yeah, it you, and it was circle. just yeah. There's more to the story, but man, it was just crazy. I we both didn't really want to tell each other, but we ended up telling each other, and that was hurtful as hell because she didn't expect that, but she told me first, and then I told her. It was one of those situations. Yes. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Crazy. But I probably would have never said nothing if she wouldn't have said something. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. That was one of those situations where I was like, do you really bite the bullet and not say anything because you feel like they couldn't handle it? Or what do you do? All right. That's crazy. Like, it's never happened to me, but I'm saying if it did happen, it's nothing you can really do about it. Because for one, so you're why be mad? It. Right. You're not with that person no more. And then. Shit. But you can just even distance yourself even more. That's all you can do. Now fuck with that person even more. And now. And 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 now. Oh, it flies again. What do you do for a living? Seven, home man. Shout out Plies, I Chase Paper. Talk about a classic. Man, fucking around, get me killed out here. I'll say that's a classic. Because <laughs> Plies, man, went on the run. Got he some did, hits. He did, but he oversaturated himself. Dion, no Sanders. He's still staying relevant. 
back, Turbo. Chopper Street for fun. Cheated Saint Laurent. Alice in my run. Lil Baby and Gunna. What's the name of the song? If you go on the heat, you can't call off. Name ho, we can't raw dog. All person X can't not off. If I call you the plug, can't fall off. Cool from my space. Trust me, I'm okay. I'm by high tech paint by the case. You can tell that she nail by the lace. You can tell it's a bell by the way. Rock gazelle, you can see I got cake. I'm a young boss, I can cut a nigga pay. Smash on the real right now. She at me for cash, you serious? New car fast and the fears. Spend a big bag on the mirrors. I got a big bag, that's period. My name all way on superior. Took her to Gucci, I'm serious. Gotta suck dick on your period. You can't say no, I ain't hearing it. Chop and spree for fun. Cheated Saint Laurent. Alice in my run. Private flight in my lawn. Ice BBs. Ice, ice, ice. Icy BS1s. Off white beat on ones. Hey. What we got, Nate? Orange soda. <laughs> what? Orange soda. Is that the name of the artist or the song? Song. Who the artist? Baby King. Kill me, I won't touch you. You want me drop a band on some cute shoes. You want me be the man you can win to. Everything's real in the field. Practice. Now I'm finna lay you on a mattress. Bitch, sit on my face, I attack that. Choose up, Lil John, I'm finna pack him. When it comes to my bitch, I'm straight active. Dirt ball in the coupe, smoking cat piss. I like the little XRB. Dun, 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 that remind dun, me of uh, XRB. What uh, was that art? What was his name? Baby King. Baby, Baby King. King. I like that. I like that. Let's see what I got here. Okay. 21 Savage. 21, 21, 21. Hey. Y'all think offset rank in the Migos? 
Second. 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 I mean, if you really want to break, break down actual like bars in the group, I would put takeoff as number one. Still would have them last. I put offsets. Uh, I put offset first and Quavo second. If you go on bars, offset, uh, Quavo didn't take off. So what was you putting him second at? Just overall? like as Overall, far as yeah. I put uh, offset, offset second, second overall, yeah. I think I'm going to go, yeah, for real, man. I take off. I'm on. He catchy. Like, I got to think about that. Like, he don't really. He be, he be, he be saying some stuff listen, he definitely do. Listen. That's what I'm saying. I got to really replay that and rewind what dude be talking about. But Offset be going off, too. I definitely like, like I said, Quavo, probably number one, then offset, then take off for me if we're talking uh, lyrics. Ain't, ain't. For me. Now, how are they all related? Ain't they, like, ain't Quavo, like, they offset they uncle or something? Yeah, shit. something they, crazy like that, but he, like, old or something. I think Quavo take off uncle. Right. Oh, okay. And, uh, That's take off and offset were making music before. Yeah. And then uh, oh, okay. Quavo joined. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, Quavo the oldest. Okay. Um,. I guess with music, um, what do y'all what are y'all takes on musical artists? I guess getting involved in the acting or having their imprint in the acting world, because it's often said that musicians or especially rappers would want to be ball players and ball players want to be rappers, but. You know, we got some music. We were just talking about T.I. getting his role taken away in Ant-Man. You know, you got a lot of musical artists, you know, becoming actors. So I jump on that? Uh, I think, uh, quite honestly, I think they've, they're becoming the best actors. I think Jamie Foxx and Will Smith's catalogs can be put up against anybody's. And they both started with music. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, Jamie Foxx more, he was more of an actor at first. You know, Will Smith definitely, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, but think about it, though, like, they, they, they branched off, uh, Jamie branched off to music heavy, and then he came back to acting, and that's when he started, you know, with the Ray and all that other stuff, after after the music whatnot, so I don't know, I, I just think uh, a lot, you did, I mean, how could I forget, LL, you know, Ice Cube, Snoop, Queen Snoop, Latifah, you know, Master P, they're becoming the actors, so, yeah. you know, I much I, would, I hate to say it I would much rather see a Will Smith movie than a Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Mm-hmm. I, I know what You're I'm not looking alone for. In that. I know what I'm looking for. So I, I feel like they're they're taking over. I feel like you know the music artists. You know they are the actors. You know they're because they, they they made it they, <laughs> they made it somewhere first. You know so they're they're popular because of their music. You know so people are like oh I want to see how, I want to see if this person can act. Um, I feel like uh, you know obviously they're they're already marketable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you put them in a movie, you know, people are going to see that movie because, you know, that person's in it. Um, I remember mm-hmm. when uh, Texas Chainsaw Master came out and I found out Trey Songz is in it. I wanted to see it because I want to say it's Trey Songz going to die. You know, I was more interested I in seeing it. he was it. in the little remake. Yeah, I, I wanted yeah, to see it because funny. he was in it. You know, I was going to go see it regardless. But knowing right. that he was in it, you know, it pushed me more like, go see that shit. That's going to be dope. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I'm with I, you on that. I feel like it makes it more entertaining. Speaking yeah. of that. Um, are, are y'all familiar with Rotimi? Rotimi, yeah, Dre from yeah, uh, he was in uh, he coming, was in, uh, to America coming to America too. And we talked about how we thought that movie might be before it came out. We recorded it. No, I was a record saying that it was gonna be trash. Nate said that it was gonna be trash. Dodd said that you can't really go in with those expectations. <laughs> he was kind of iffy, which you know, to your point, Dodd, that was true, but. I'm not gonna say that it was trash. I still haven't seen it. It was just, you know, it was eh, like it was had its good parts, but it was still like, you know, they was in Queens for like 
five minutes, you know, he walked up and was like, oh, that's my son. And, you know, I know it was jokes out there. It was like, yo, how can you find your son like that quick? Like, it was just, the storyline of it was funny. You know, they was definitely talking like 2020 and 2021 saying, oh, fleek. And they had Pepper in there dancing and they was doing the latest dance moves and stuff. It was whatever. I don't know. I get, but again, I get why they did it. Wesley Snipes was, he ruined it for me. How he was acting, if y'all see it, y'all got to watch it, man. If you see how he was acting in that movie. <laughs> Why they had him doing some of the stuff that he was doing pissed me off. I feel the same way about Leslie Jones, man. You, so you did see it? Yeah. Bro, they had McDowell's in, like, in Zamunda. They had the McDowell's because, you know, like he was... So um, oh, what was his name? Cleo? Was the dad's name? I can't think of the dad's remember, name. Bro. But they had McDowell's in Zamunda. Mm. Leslie Jones. I mean, I get she, she was, was so she overdid it, man. I think she overdid it. She overdid I, it. I think the it movie sucked. Bad. I ain't gonna lie to you. Personal <laughs> opinion. Personal opinion. I thought the movie that, was terrible. I mean, it was yeah, it was man. It was, it was just a like, bro. They had Rick. They had Rick Ross doing the African accent, man. Had him Michael. I knew when Michael Blackson came out. That when parts like that, I was Aww. like, man, if y'all don't get this out of here, like, what are y'all doing? I think it was man. a money grab, personally. <laughs> That's a fact. It definitely was, man. But hey, they tried their best. I still gotta watch it, man. (laughs) And and what's so what's so sad about it's like you know Eddie Murphy he stepped away because he got tired of putting out bad movies, and I feel like he came back and put out a bad movie. So it's like you know how you feel about Dolomite? Did you think think Dolomite was a bad movie? I didn't like it, bro. So I just I kind of feel like you know I didn't care for it. I'm starting to think that you know Eddie Murphy so far as movies, I think that chapter closed for him. Right, and this was a topic that we had on another episode, but we're gonna go ahead and bump it up to this episode and talk about his legacy. Does he you know owe us anything else? He definitely don't, which is why I don't think that he should have done these two movies that he did. And they talk about him coming out with a special. I think the special movie that I want that I want to see. I mean, I hope I wasn't. I wasn't of age to enjoy his delirious. You know, his old work. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure. I'm sure it's great. So you haven't seen it? I've seen it. No, no, I've seen it. Okay. Okay. Raw, I haven't saw, but delirious, I saw. I haven't watched all of them through. I haven't. And apparently, delirious was like the major. Yeah. So I saw it, and you know, there were parts I laughed, whatever. So, you know, I want to see, you know, what can he bring now? But no, but see, I don't want you to say that because you are, like, we've already critiqued these two movies like crazy. Although they are movie Eddie, and we know what we got from the Nutty Professor, Daddy Daycare, yep. you know, um, Beverly those. Hills Cops, all of those. Right. We enjoyed those. I really don't, like I said, I don't want to see it because I've seen the late Eddie Murphy with these movies. So you don't feel he fits this era? No, because okay. I'm like, I was able to, even though the Raw and Delirious wasn't my time, me watching it, like I was able to laugh and still like, yo, I can get why or how that was a classic to my parents and whatever. So yes, that put Eddie on that pedestal and Eddie is going to be Eddie. But I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to see the, the stand up because I might view it like Chris Rock's tambourine. Like it was just... I enjoyed that. Yeah, you did? I, was, I, 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 I really, really liked it, actually. It was a little... It was okay to me. Like I say, it was it was okay. And I feel like that's how Eddie's going to be. Because Eddie, his last stand-up was what? One of them two, right? I feel like. Before raw he, or delirious. Because he, he, it was raw because that's when he like took off into... Right, and that's what I'm saying. Sure. That's so long ago. Mm-hmm. You about to get back on... St- 
I don't know. But you we'll never, but you never know. Yeah, because we'll remember, see. Dave Chappelle disappeared for a long time. But, that, but man, that's because Dave Chappelle. Of, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yes, 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 yes absolutely, absolutely. Right, right. But, but you, you know, you got to think about it, though. You know, yeah. a lot, Dave people, made a lot of people who, yeah. you know, a lot of people who enjoy Dave, Dave Chappelle now, a lot of people who enjoy Dave Chappelle now, some of them didn't see Chappelle's show. Right, which is they, crazy. They saw, they saw, they, yeah. all they saw was these stand-ups where you know he's raw and he, he's literally he, he'll speak whatever's on his mind. You know what's crazy? It's like all the new people don't think Dave Chappelle is funny. That shit is that shit is crazy to yeah, me. Yeah, but that shit is crazy. To I, me, I, I I do want to see an Eddie Murphy stand-up. Do I feel like he owes anything? Not no, at all. No. Not at all. Because I enjoyed a lot of his movies. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, I want to know if he's because. When I listen to like interviews and I hear people like Kevin Hart, Chris Rock, they talk about Eddie Murphy. They're like, "Oh, we went out to dinner. You know, Eddie just yeah. had us blown away. He had us laughing the entire time." I want to, I want, I want that feeling that they had. You know, what I'm yeah, saying? I, want, you, I want to see what that was about. But you, but that's that's real life kind of. I feel like you can't. I get what you're saying. Like you want to be able to see that through their art, but you know, I definitely feel like you know those real life experiences. Raw, uncut kind of thing. We not gonna get that from you. Like, we get it from Dave, I, so you I, never know. Yeah, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. Though. I like that. Did y'all, did y'all see that interview where Eddie he said that uh, the Prince shit actually had happened? Yeah, <laughs> I was yep. like, yeah, that's funny, man. No, what you mean? Enlighten me. And the, with the Dave Chappelle and then with, uh, with Prince, Prince and Stars. Eddie and Charlie playing uh, basketball. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. He yep. said that shit really happened. Yep, yep. Oh, I like, man, I that's that. fucking hilarious, man. Charlie Murphy's true Hollywood story. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Charlie. He Murphy, said, man. he said, you want pancakes? <laughs> he said he really came out with like yeah, this purple. With the, with the, yeah, man. Really was, was made crazy, pancakes. Yo, and that's what I'm saying. Y'all need to watch that um, interview with um, DMX and the Drink Channels because DMX gave a print story that like, yo. They re- Prince is really that dude, man. He was like, <laughs> DMX wanted to do a song with him, and he was like, do you own your masters? No, I can't do a song with you then because I don't want to do music with you, and they going to own a piece of it. Like, yeah. I want you to own it. Yeah. I saw that. Prince, he was the, Prince, he was the yeah. first one that was pushing that master shit, you know? Mm-hmm. He was the first one pushing that master shit. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. You got it. Hey. An you gotta artist. own your shit, An man. An artist, man. See, you gotta own your shit. Mm-hmm. What do y'all? Um, what do y'all think is holding y'all back from your goals that you're trying to achieve? Time. Sometimes time. Elaborate. Like shit, cause I be, cause I be just on the go all the time. Like I just don't be having time to do what I really want to do. But it always you gotta you gotta make that time. You know what I mean? That's what so, I was about to say. And that's what I'm about to just start doing. It's making that time. You got to, man. Got to make that time. No matter if you like, I'm. I get tired. You know, I be for real. But I literally be in my head making like do it. I make myself do it. I make myself get up at four fifteen and wash my face and get ready and get my stuff ready for the morning and go work out and then you know go and train my football players and then go back to them and just. Keep this constant routine and make yourself do it, man. You got to. You're right, man. Nate, Coach Dobbs, what up? What's holding y'all back? I say myself personally. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, well, we can overwork ourselves or we can, um, you know, put so much pressure on ourselves and 
you know, not want to fail, but you know, when you when you fail, you definitely learn from your mistakes. So myself, sometimes, man, when I overwork myself, and sometimes chilling out, I don't be want to just chill. So when I chill, I really do chill. <laughs> so uh, myself, you know, what I'm saying, knowing, and lately we've been getting out more, doing things, about a basketball. You know, what I'm saying, went to, uh, I just try to go outside and do something, try to get some ha- get my handles back, try to go get some shots up at any court. Um, and get out there and just record myself doing something, something different in regards to working out, you know, some anything just to get me outdoors, cooking more, uh, shopping at different places, you know what I'm saying? We was we went on an adventure, went to Whole Foods, <laughs> crazy enough just to go get some crazy stuff, uh, healthier things, and yeah. What's holding you back from your goals, Nate? Yeah, uh, what's holding me back from goals? <sighs> Quite honestly, um, I, I, just like y'all, I would say myself, but at the same time, uh, I don't, I don't really, I don't really have too many goals that I haven't really like accomplished. To be honest with you, uh, like goals that I think of would be like how, having children and shit like that. You know what yeah. I mean? So you know, I, I feel like stuff like that comes when it's time. So other than that, you know, um. Having success personally that you were nothing personal is really uh I mean I I, I'm doing what I love, bro. So And what's crazy, I don't I don't not to cut you off, but I don't this may sound odd, but I don't set I haven't set any goals lately. You know, and I haven't either. So and that's the crazy thing. I don't know. I just sometimes like when just thinking back to when my teacher would always ask, what do you want to be when you grow up? Or where do you see yourself in 10 years? I I would, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but I would hope to be here, but I don't know. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, would, of course, want to work to that. But I know when you manifest stuff, when you really, really just have the confidence to really go in that lane for whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, I know that things will get better, especially if you got the right energy, the right people, and if you're, you know what I'm saying, steady, consistent with it, it's going to eventually work out. But uh, I don't know, man. I definitely do write things down, but like I said, I just don't have a goal, really, necessarily. I know. Just winging it. I know, yeah. I mean, not necessarily. I'm going with the flow more so. Like yeah. I, I, like I said, I got some good people around me. We bouncing ideas off of each other. We rocking, and, and, and I'm just playing the role right now playing and, my role and that's okay as long as you know what i'm saying and, and it's and it's okay to um you know it, it's obviously it's good it's great to plan things but you know as long as you not you know you're on the right path and you're not doing nothing that can you know send you down you know uh, send you to a bad spot you know then you're good you know you're not getting in no trouble you know you working you know all that stuff you know you're fine you know don't don't get down on yourself because a goal you had five years ago you know you hadn't quite got there yet you know everything takes time so and i, and I guess i do kind of understand what y'all are saying like about not really having a goal written down because i find myself being guilty of writing down something or wanting to accomplish something it don't happen now i'm mad as hell like see man that's why i don't write nothing down <laughs> like that's why i don't we you know put myself in that mind state because you know you is that equated to like you're scared to fail or that you don't really want to fail? But I mean, failure is a part of, you know, that process to being able to succeed. So you and can't believe, really be scared of that. And I believe some things happen naturally. That's who. That's who. That and I just think timing is 
Timing is key, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But also, you know what I'm saying? Planning is a huge part. And if you're not planning it and, you, and you're still getting it done somehow, some way, just imagine how it would be if you actually planned. And I know that. Right. I'm talking to right. myself. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? Right. So it's like. I go back to that conversation. You got the, the, the good guy on, on their shoulder. You got the bad one on that shoulder trying to, you know, deter you away from doing what you know that you're supposed to be doing, what you set out to do want to accomplish know that you write it down you know you need to write it down but then nah i do better off the top of the head bro i'll be man i'll be fighting that <laughs> daily man i'm telling you say man telling you. but i am I, I don't know but man, yeah you just it just comes better off just well planned and organized but at the same time you can still spice it up if you need to mm-hmm. um i want to get your guys's opinion on would you let a significant amount of money come between family and friends like between you, family and friends, like if is it is it a, a specific amount? Is it a number that does it for you? I mean, absolutely. I feel like uh, if I hit the lottery tomorrow for you know <laughs> millions of dollars, you know, cut them off, huh? Yeah, cut certain certain off. family members, absolutely. Because because you know, there's some there's some who only there's some who gonna keep on a mooch off of you anyway. See what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you know, what about those family members who you haven't talked to in a year, two years, three years? All of a sudden, they call you because you just hit the lottery, or whatever. Of course, you got you got to cut them off because where was they? Where, where were they for the last couple of years? You know, so absolutely, no argu- I would cut them off. No argument here, and uh, not just that. Um, obviously, we all have best friends, friends, people who you see out every once in a while who you know you would hang with them, but you know y'all not as cool as the other ones. You know, they can go, they can go for what? If, if I only see you when I'm out and it's a what's up. You're not my friend. We don't we don't right. kick it. <laughs> you know right. you want to hang with me now because of what I have. So absolutely I would cut that person off. And if there's any best friends or you know, people who you know I do hang around who from time to time, you know, is uh is hit or miss on our friendship, but then all of a sudden you buddy buddy, it it'll 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 teach me something. That'll be a lesson for me. So, so what what's that significant amount? Millions, obviously, right? Yeah, millions, millions. millions. Yeah, I'm not gonna turn nobody fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> not even I, man. Shit, no. fifty thousand. Right, that's yeah. fifty thousand. <clears throat> I ain't gonna turn on somebody. That's 50, I mean, bro. That is fifty thousand. That's still some money. That's still yeah. just gonna entice people to be like, oh, you got fifty thousand. That could be spent so easy, bro. But that's what. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, I would cut some cause, because again, that would entice somebody to be like, yo, man, you got fifty thousand, man. Give me a thousand. No, because you you ain't call me and you ain't even tell. We was listening to Kodak. You ain't never tell me happy birthday. Yeah, <laughs> I don't real. give a fuck about, about your birthday. birthday. That's, that's what. That's no. real shit. Bro. Right. That's, that's a fact. That's and what I'm saying. So I would fifty thought that would be that amount for me. Yeah. It, it'd be you know fifty sixty. Like if I'm I'm rich and I'm cutting you off because you're gonna disrespect me and ask me for some money. Yeah. Bottom line. For real, I don't know exact number, but like it don't got to be a few thousand. It's just more of a, yeah, you know, what I'm saying <laughs> right. it ain't got to be that much. Just, like, to, no, to his principle. point, just because yeah, right, because you had the nerve to text your text my phone. You probably had to text I'm, somebody to get my number. You think I'm stupid? Like right, like, get this what? <laughs> you ain't had my number. See what you you had to ask. You had to hit up my homeboy to get my number. Because you heard through the grapevine that I came into some money. They got to go. Or that I got a podcast or something like that. Now you, now you, now you, now you wanna, now, see, we was talking. Ooh, that's crazy. Now you want to be on it, huh? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay, just listen to it first. All right, we'll mm-hmm. see. What are things that can bother you that you can't go to your guy friends about? Things that bother you that you can't go to your significant other about? I feel like it's something that bothers me that I can't go to my guy friend about. I feel like if I'm if I'm if I'm going through something like sensitive, like on some emotional shit, where where I know my boys could be like, nigga, toughen up. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, I'm not gonna go to them. You feel me? Like like if me and my girl having problems, you know, I, I go to my boys about it. But if it's something serious, and they're gonna be like some bro, you know, they gonna because sometimes your boys give you terrible advice. True, you know, because they they thinking of it like as a you know we we men we boys. You know what I'm saying? You tough. You all that shit. You know they gonna give you the tough advice. Some shit, some shit that isn't always in your best interest. So um, I feel like, uh, I guess scenario, mm-hmm. scenario. Me and my lady, we having issues. One of us probably got to go for a little bit. You know, move out. You know, take some time apart. Um, I think I would keep that between me and her. I don't think I go to my homeboys about that because I feel like they're going to encourage you to break up with her. And, and you may they be try to slide in the DM, or they might try to talk to you. Know what I'm saying, or you know, it's just kind of one of those, those things where they be like, you know, y'all not even living together. You can go do your thing. I don't want them type of dudes around me, especially if you know me and her <laughs> had, a, especially if me and her had that type of agreement where you know it's just you know so we can have some space. So I feel like I couldn't go to my boys about that because I know the type of dudes I hang around. They're gonna be like, you know, I'm having a party. It's gonna be girls through here. Come on. I mean, then are those the right friends for you? They the can, right homeboys they, for you? They can still be your homeboys. They just not be, may not be your homeboy when it comes to things like that. So that's what I'm saying. I would probably seek advice from a homeboy that's probably in that situation. So um, if there's something that bothers me that I can't go to my friend about, then I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, nine times out of 10, I mean, I'm going to, you know, someone within my family that's a male that, you know, I can talk to. In regards to whatever situation, but if it's something that that's relationship based with me and my wife, I would definitely try to reach out to one of my homeboys that's married, and you know, and try to you know go through that. I don't really got a problem with that. They gotta be but one of your homeboys that's married, right? That's okay. what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not coming to nah, no a single. single. Yeah, like <laughs> me and Daz, like I don't really, you know, I probably throw it in like a hypothetical or whatever, but like the true, like real shit that me and my wife go to, nah, like I can't, you know, I'm not gonna come to. I'm not gonna. <laughs> It's mainly I'm not going I don't want to I don't want to put, you know, those pressures on him to try to give me advice. Like it's not so that I'm probably going to take whatever advice, even if it's good or bad. I'm not going to take it. I just don't want to bore you and put that. I'm not about to. Because, you know, you. most of the t- for the most part, you know, your friend's going to defend you regardless. No, no, no. You don't no. think so? Absolutely. No, no, no. Some, some. No, this is my opinion. Again. So I mean, for, for the most for the most part, I ain't say all. Oh, I ain't say all. Oh, for the most part, your friends are going to try to geek you up, make you feel better. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because I mean, obviously we all want that real friend who's going to tell you when you're wrong. You know, that's what we all want. I, I want that. You know, I don't want yes men around me. So I definitely want that person to go tell me, no, motherfucker, you wrong. You need to go apologize, yada, yada, yada. But um, for the most part, uh, most of your guy friends, they're going to tell you, like, bro, forget about it. It's all good. You better than that. You better than her. All that other shit like that. Yeah, niggas you know be wild. So, you know. It just depends on the scenario. But at the same time, shit, I feel like I'm a, for real, I've always been told this. I am a great listener and I give great advice. And I always have. People call me, you know what I'm saying? I, and, and, I haven't talked to him in a long time, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I understand what what may be going on, you know what I'm saying? And I'm able to listen and able to give a little bit of advice 
without really saying too much or saying just the right things. And not just because I need to say the right things, but because it's more so genuine and it's coming from a, a, a different part, you know what I'm saying, of me that they have experienced and they know that it's sincere so that they know, you know what I'm saying, that the connection and what I'm saying is sincere. So, yeah, um, I don't know, man. I feel like with marriage, I feel like I can handle a lot of different stuff in regards to situations, even though I'm not in that situation, but I do understand, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just don't think that it's something that's going to bother me that, I mean, and when it comes to my significant other, like like I said, yeah, that's I am married, so I, right, I should be able to, and I tell her that all the time, like, we should, you claim that, you know, we best friends or whatever, you should be able to come to me and tell me any and everything and vice versa. And, you know, we do have that relationship. And it's still in the back of my mind. I may think that I'm always, because that's just me as a person, I'm always like, are you really telling me everything? Like, are you really telling me everything that happened today? Like, are you really? Right. And I don't know if she has those same reservations, but... Um, I mean, I do think that she is. She always said that, you know, she lives a boring life. She don't talk to nobody but me and her coworkers or whatever. And me, vice versa, you know, I'm shit. Y'all dies, you know, um, corporal people that I work with, which ain't many. <laughs> but I don't think that, you know, it's, I'm not living, you know, no crazy life. So I definitely, you know, share if not, you know, everything all with, you know, my wife. And when it comes to my homeboys, <laughs> You know, um, dies, I bounce things off, you know, with him. Like I said, relationship based to a certain extent, because like I said, that ain't his situation. You know, he a single guy. I'm not about to, <laughs> right, you know, go with some, man, you know, she left a toothpaste open or whatever. I don't like these stuff. just super small, man, that, you know, marriage based. That, you ain't got to deal like dealing. that, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> but nah. Or I, not even really parenting. Like you said, like me having kids. That's like, cool, bro. Like, right. I, I, I know like yeah, it is. Where coming from. But right. Like, you it, yeah. Know, it's all good. No, man. that's a fact. Because I mean, I'm just saying, like, I can't really come to, you know, Nate. Man, my son did, blah, blah, blah. Like, what I can be like, what would you do? But I can't really hold his advice you know no, on a pedestal won't, because won't water, you, no. right that's what i'm saying Facts. because he he don't have a kid so yeah. you know but i can hear you know just kind of put yourself in my shoe kind of thing but it ain't even more so about that it's just if you need to if you need to vent <coughs> you can call <laughs> on me having that <laughs> but when that's it comes fact. when it comes to talking to i guess or uh more so having a certain conversation when it comes to your uh, male friends I guess you gotta it just depends you have those certain friends that you know you can come and talk to about certain things and, and you know with me it's always about you know it's not really what you say but it's how you say it so you definitely gotta figure out that's why that don't person. text me yeah don't yeah, text me you gotta know how to say that with that person because you gotta know them and know how they're gonna take it all that so mm -hmm. yeah it just all depends situation let's uh let's go ahead and get into sports um, has the NBA been watered down or become watered down? I'm glad you put this in here, Nate, because I definitely been feeling that way for the past couple years that it has been mainly because of the referees. I feel like the referees are definitely, they ruining it, man. They calling just trash after trash after trash. Like, what are y'all doing? They, like, it was one main example of 
Luka Doncic, you know, they go to the pump fake and then they lean mm-hmm. into the shot. Bro, that's not a foul. That's if it, if anything, call an offensive foul. Don't call no, don't call no um defensive foul, no regular common foul, bro. That is an offensive foul. Mm-hmm. They go pump fake, leaning into the man. Oh my goodness, bro. So yes, to your point to the question, has the NBA become watered down? I believe so. Hell yeah, I definitely think it's watered down. Uh don't get obviously basketball is my favorite sport. That's why anytime y'all see basketball it, is my favorite. Anytime sport. y'all see like notes, anytime we talk basketball, don't get me wrong, we, we all kind of enjoy the sport, but a lot of those Are you Nathaniel A. Smith? A lot of those <laughs> questions don't come from me. But uh, <laughs> obviously I love the game, but um I don't enjoy, I don't enjoy it as much as I used to. Um it's a lot of the rules that have changed. When did that like start the, to happen to you? The hand checking. Um I would say, honestly, maybe three, four years ago, um, when uh, I started to realize, like, like you, like you brought up the fouls, because that's like the main thing for me. I watched a game the other day, and it was a close game, and it was one at the free throw line, and I was like, "Fuck, this is this is terrible. This <laughs> right, is terrible. Right. You don't want a game to end like this." You know, obviously the hand checking rule, you can't put your hand on somebody's, you know, hip yeah. anymore. You know, I, I just feel like. It's the reason why these guys score so much today is because it's not as intense. It's not as hard to score the ball, you know. So when you hear those old school cats talk about, oh, Michael Jordan was this, this, and this. Don't get me wrong. He was great. And then you got the younger guys saying, oh, well, LeBron would have did that in that era, yada, 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 which could also be true. But I I give credit. Like, it was a lot harder to score back then. So I do think, you know, a lot of those older players playing in this generation, they would, you know, they will be their value will be so much higher because it's an easy it's a softer game it's absolutely a softer game yeah um what you think baseball guy <laughs> right i mean i watch a lot of basketball now that i actually actually got cable now mm-hmm. for a minute i was just netflixing and chilling like so uh, but I don't know, man. I, I I watch a certain team. Like I said, I was a Houston Rocket. I was a Houston Rockets fan. James Harden is now gone. I'm kind of sorry, but I still like the team that they have now. Um, but shoot, he's, as far he's as an example, he's right? An example but but that's what I'm saying. But yeah, made the game a little right. bit softer. Yeah. So like, just, just to that point, just your overall view. I mean, you obviously see a change in how the game is yeah, played I mean, now as COVID opposed is, to COVID ten is, years ago. Right. Yeah. COVID's so you, changed it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so you notice that James Harden goes to the line like. 20 times a game. Oh, right, yeah. Because off the most craziest calls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but still, you got a household. But but think about that, though. From sports management perspective, from an injury perspective, so many people were getting, you know what I'm saying, these major injuries on the fouls coming down from the rims, from the shooters, three behind the three-point line, you know what I'm saying, all those rules. Yes or no? Like they, I agree with all of that, especially the three point spot giving them a place to land. You have, I, you have I, to, I, right? I get all of that. I get all of that. It changes but, it uh, for sure. But still, there are like see, see like that, that. That's not because he ran through like he had yes. place to land. He yes. didn't, man. He didn't alter that shot. He didn't do nothing yeah. like that. Like that's ridiculous. Those calls right there are ridiculous. So man. in football, and the calls when they going literally, they be straight. Oh, they go straight up. Hands up just, in the air, huh? Hands, body, body and hands are straight up in the air. But just because the shooter, like, leans into him just a little bit, it's a foul. 
Yeah, I'm not feeling that. By the way, just want to let everybody know that we are like we are like streaming basketball while we're talking. Um, We're like kind of practicing for a new venture that we just took on. Big facts, y'all be on the lookout for that. It's just kind of something we're getting into. So uh, that was the reason why we reacted that way because we saw a terrible foul. Right, and you know it's kind of how basketball is now. If you get a fingertip on somebody, it's a foul. And so, the referees are ejecting players for showing emotion and things like man, man. So, okay, so what should they do for these damn refs? Okay, if they, they make a bad call, right? So fine. Right. Okay. We should, you should be. Should, you should be fine. That should for, be talked more about. Them. Right. They should be reviewing the game. They how they watch film for basketball. They should be watching film. You know, not to the fullest extent of you know basketball, but definitely you know you make a bad call. Go back, watch that film. Yo, was that questionable? Like, what do y'all think? Like, boom. Analyze and if it was, it all, right. right, analyze that call. Yeah. And you should be, if it was a, a call that cost a game or something, you should be fine. I feel like uh, they should have a point system where, uh, you know, every, every obviously everyone should be given a chance. But keep number of, like, the missed calls that these, co- these refs make. And once yep. they reach a certain number, that's it. They're done. Yeah, so send them to another level. For sure. And it I should feel like be that's like, the best way. Right. That's, yeah. that's minors, yeah, the mode. Yeah, the mode of taking it to the G League, go to college or something. There Juco, you go. yeah, whatever you yeah, get demoted. Yeah, the man. The motion system should that's be a fact. in place. That's a fact. Good point, Nate. Good point. Good point. Uh, what else we got in sports? We got um, favorite athlete of all time and why? Ooh, this is tough, man. Athlete. I'm If I'm just going right off the spot randomly, man, I'm going to say Michael Vick. That's a good one. That's a good one. All Michael time, Vick. huh? Michael Vick it could be any sport. Yeah, I'm, impact. Because yeah, man, Mike Mike Vick, man, definitely, you know, made me want to throw that seven on, made me want to play quarterback and run around all crazy. You know, he had people looking silly out there, man, and um, definitely revolutionized, I guess, the quarterback position in regards to for real, just running and scrambling and having that speed, being a playmaker. Obviously, he wasn't the first black quarterback, but. Just how he played the game at the quarterback position. Lefty, ball out all crazy, hitting juke moves and breaking ankles. Man. Until yeah, Cam Mike, Newton, he was definitely the most dominant black, yeah, black Mike, quarterback. Yeah, Mike Vick was lit. Mike Lick, man. Bro, <laughs> you out, you ain't, man. Hush. Right. <laughs> a, a, a close second for real might be, or I, it's crazy that I'm saying a close second. But, I mean, Deion Sanders, you know, of oh, course. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was definitely going. I want to say easily, it's between Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. But like, I, I don't want to be that basic. But like, but really, it was definitely them because I knew. I mean, I was young, but I knew. I've always heard about Michael Jordan. Everybody. I don't want to cut you off, that. but I'm shocked you ain't throw no baseball, no King Griffey. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. Yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah, nah. Okay. That uh, would have been basic for real. Like if you would have said like Ken Griffey or whatever, but, but nah, I, mean, I mean, but I, okay, that's I mean, yeah. Any no wrong answers really, here. I ain't really I mean, he shocked the world. He came from Cincinnati or you know what I'm saying, with a school of Cincinnati, from Cincinnati, whatever. Did his thing. But nah. Definitely Michael Jordan just because of the work ethic and then following up Kobe Bryant, just his mentality and just how he just really perfected everything, man. And I I'm all I'm all for taking what you learn from the game and being able to apply that into real life. Aren't you Nate? Um, current current day, you know, like my favorite player and stuff like that is LeBron James, but my favorite athlete of all time is probably Floyd Mayweather. Um, 
I just, I just liked how cocky he was in his earlier days, but he always he always went out there and proved it. So I, I loved his mentality because it's like he, he's just he's a great businessman, everything like that. He knew how to sell a fight. Um, he knew how to get inside of the, his opponent's head. He scared them before they got in the ring, kind of like what Mike Tyson did. But he did it. He did it with more, you know, like his words, because he was never like a knockout artist like Mike Tyson. They were afraid of Mike Tyson because he was knocking people out. This guy got got in your heads with his words and he always went in there and he, he proved it. And I just think strategically he did everything the right way. You know, some people, they always say, oh, he didn't fight people when they were at their best, yada, yada, yada. But he fought them. Can't touch this. <laughs> best defensive <laughs> fighter by <laughs> far. Can't touch this. By far. Shout out. Shout out Floyd. Uh, sticking in sports again. A couple more topics on sports, and we're gonna go ahead and get out of here. Is it over for Tiger Woods? Probably I so. think it was probably been over for him. I mean, I know he had one, what the Masters, one, the or Masters one, yeah. yeah, something. What was that? A year, two years ago? Yeah. Um, so yeah, recent for sure. But yeah, man, um, it just seems like trouble just finds him. You know, definitely prayers up for a speedy recovery. Glad that he's okay, but. I mean, he's still a legend in the go, man. We've been having these talks as of late in regards to, you know, Eddie Murphy and Steph Curry, like these legends. Do they have stuff to prove and all of that? Man, you he cemented, you know, it's Tiger Woods. Like, come That's on, man. Right. Yeah. You had your own Gatorade. They took that off the shelves. That was great, man. man. I didn't think he was done. He got <laughs> people wanting to play golf. Like, like come yeah. on, man. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I, I, so, I mean... uh you know, again, with him winning the Masters a couple of years back and him, you know, the trouble he was in, you know, obviously getting pulled over by the cops and, you know, having you know, drugs in the system, you know, obviously the stuff with his wife. Um, I feel like he was revamping his career. Yeah. So I don't feel like it was over for him. Um, but I feel like this car accident, it completely like it sealed that deal on him because, you know, yeah. they, had, they had to completely, you know, put rods and everything like that in his knee. Mm-hmm. He won't have the same mobility. I, I think he is done. I think mm-hmm. he is done. You know, he'll never be 100 percent again. I think he can come back, but it's probably smart and probably best for his sanity to hang it up and just, you know, chill. Yeah. Relax on, on on what he has accomplished. Good segue into being able to separate the athlete from, you know, what they do in sports and what they do in their real life. You know, we have that conversation in regards to musicians and artists. Can we separate the art from their real life? Or, you know, just them putting out music or whatever. Can we really do that in sports? I would say that correlation is easy to do with sports. I don't know why I'm saying that. I guess because, I don't know, sports is, again, a bigger metaphor, you know, to life or whatever. I don't know. But, um, I mean, yeah, if someone is a shitty husband, father or whatever, are they, is there career you know just as shitty or seen as you know just as worse uh, i don't know does it depend on the I'm sport a, I'm, a, I'm gonna say this personally uh the, the way i was the way i approached that really was kind of more like oh. a um obviously aaron hernandez was a terrible person but i thought he was a monster on the football field oh, yeah, so course. i still respect him as a football player but i don't respect him as a man kind of how we do it you know musicians you know how we can like their art but we don't like them as a person that's good, what I was pulling from. Good example. Good example. So, you know, obviously you got people like Michael Vick with the dogs. You got, you know, Mike Tyson, Ray Rice. Ray Lewis. It's a lot of them. It's a lot of them. With the MAGA shit, you know? 
R. Kelly. That's, that's, that's political, I, though. Yeah, that's but political. yeah, you know, but most of those MAGA people are like. Yeah, but I'm talking like. Well, you're still a supporter of Tom yeah. Brady, so yeah, I yeah. guess you are able yeah. to separate, yeah. you know, um, things like that. So, yes, to Nate's point with the Aaron Hernandez thing, I can definitely, you know, beast on the field. That boy was, and man. I continue. And that definitely second, you know, that definitely makes you think like, how can someone, <laughs> you know, have this personality, this type of impact on the field, but, you know, have this other whatever life and this other personality to, you know, be able to, I don't know, you know, do whatever happened. But that's, it's crazy. It's so crazy. But you, you got to be able to. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I, I, I can because I can, He he's on the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's killing it on the field. And off. <laughs> and, but, uh, and don't say rest in peace because he, he, but, he, but you can. You, okay. But you can. You can. No, it's all good. He, he, listen. But, uh, yeah, just, to, um, you know, basically, uh, for those who can do it, like I, like I said, I don't do it in music, though. I feel like uh, I'm, if I if I um, liked your work, but you, you out doing something that, you know, has cost you your career i'm still gonna support your music or whatever career but i just want to support you as a person so it's the same way with sports for me um i didn't like the michael vick situation with the with the dogs but i still like i still respect him as a football player i guess it's situational based off what you you know but hey i agree with y'all that's 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 a good question man that's good examples and uh those are really like tough life situation stuff. Yeah, they wanna eat off my plate. <laughs> they wanna eat off me. When I had my vision, you couldn't see. I'm off the better things. I'm only doing shit that's gonna make me elevate. Only one people around that's gonna Bitch, make me better. In that, mm, it's so ooh, mm, They ask how I get that ooh. We appreciate y'all for listening to another episode of NFL Podcast. Make sure y'all like, subscribe, review, all that shit. Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all platforms, streaming podcasts. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, NFL Pod, T H A, not T H E. It's real right. It's real. It's real right now. Everybody, I can't trust nobody. I need me chat party. Don't invite me to no party, bitch. They ask how I get that. Ooh. I'm a hustler, baby. Yeah. You must not know me, baby. Boy, sis, boy, sis, boy, sis, so real in the field.